We are so excited for our new show, Beauty and the Blade. I'm Ashley Park, and I'm here with my husband, Dr. Edward Park from Face and Body in Upland. Our show will be about beauty, plastic and reconstructive surgery, and healthy living. We will always have so much good information for you, and we plan to have a lot of fun here. So tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30, right here on Go Country 105. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of black that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the knife who slays. Good morning, Go Country 105. I am plastic surgeon Dr. Edward Park and my lovely wife Ashley here. And we are doing our second show on Beauty and the Blade. Good morning, everybody. So today, you know, in our last segment, we talked about just a little bit touched about why you want to become a plastic surgeon. You talked about mm. you loved building Legos. I'm not sure if you said that you were big on um, model airplanes. Did you say that? I have yes. a lot of model airplanes yes. hanging on my Hanging, ceiling yes. And I remember kid. when we moved into our house, your parents, they kept those and they brought them to our house. And you wanted to hang them. I wanted to hang them on my kids' ceilings. Yeah, and I was like, absolutely it's, it's not. A, Let's it, not do it's that. It's a memory of mine. <laughs> So tell us a little bit more why you became a plastic surgeon. Okay, I'm gonna go a little bit into how I was raised, but essentially I was born and raised in SoCal, beautiful SoCal. My parents are Korean and they emigrated and quite early on and they did their college education here. So one of the stories that I remember my dad saying, which is pretty incredible, he knew no English and he had to read War and Peace, which is like a thousand page novel and he had to look every word up because he didn't know any English. Right. I mean, like, how do immigrants learn English like that? He later became a, an engineer in Northrop. So Which is amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, he just killed Not it. knowing in any English and then being able to survive. learn, survive, and, become and an succeed. Engineer. Yeah, so an engineer at Northrop, and that's where my mathematical analytical side, I, I give that to him. He was a tiger dad, he made me study. Um, and then my mom immigrated. She had to win a violin competition, the national one in right. Korea. That was a bet with her mom in order to immigrate to right. America. So she won the competition and became a violin teacher at, uh, went to USC Music. So she instilled the creativity in me and I thank her so much for that in terms of learning the violin and the creativity. So I was kind of born under those two uh, my, my father and mother gave me those two great qualities and they kind of did the whole you got to be a doctor you <laughs> I make fun of them but it's kind of the Asian way they really wanted me to be a doctor and I truly because they loved believed it. in you yeah I, I I hope I made them proud oh definitely thank you honey um, so essentially I did the study and I remember this vividly and and this is a little bit personal um, I have a younger sister that's four years younger than me. And when I was age eight, my sister was four and we had a younger brother um, that was recently born. And he unfortunately passed away of SIDS, which is a very common, or you may know of it, sudden infant death syndrome. And, and if you don't know what that is, basically nobody knows really correct. why this happens. Right, it's some type of a breathing insufficiency um, usually happens when they're only months of age. So um, 
very, very obviously devastating to my entire family. I was pretty young at the time, eight years old, um, but obviously that made a huge impact on me, you know, growing up. And so I remember that that was one of the impetuses in terms of wanting me to become a doctor. It really solidifies So that. did you initially want to, like you're like, oh, I want to be a plastic surgeon or I want to be a doctor to figure out like why did this happen or? Yeah, it was a little bit of both. And so definitely there's that component of essentially just helping people in trying to figure out why diseases happen, whether it's SIDS or cancer. Um, any of that. So that was kind of the, you know, the driving force of why I wanted to go into medicine in the first place. Um, so then I went to college as far away as possible from my parents at Johns Hopkins, which is in Baltimore, Maryland, 3,500 miles away, and then did my college at Penn State. And finally, you figure out as a growing, budding physician or a med student, what you want to go into and I on your rotation. So I really enjoyed plastic surgery and I, I vividly remember the very first surgery I um, observed was a cranial remodeling oh my. on an infant. So did it remind you of the airplanes? Not really. This is a little <laughs> more intense than that, let me just tell you. I mean, here we've got a neurosurgeon that's protecting the brain of an infant and the plastic surgeon is basically literally hammering and chiseling and shaping the skull and allowing it to grow to make it bigger to allow for brain growth. Right. And when I, I just fell in love with that and that was just incredible what the plastic surgeon was doing with the neurosurgeon. And a lot of people don't know plastic surgery covers reconstruction all over the body, skin to bone, head to toe, we do it all. Right. Burn, craniofacial, hand surgery, burn surgery, cosmetics, and all of that. So just super, super cool and a very widespread specialty. What year was that? That and I, Not exact year, but what year were you in med school of when you got to right, first see that? Right, and what's interesting is I have a lot of students that shadow me and they really get impacted during their third year when they're coming and doing rotations. Okay. That's when I figured it out. So third year of med school, I decided I gotta be a plastic surgeon. And Did you happen to say what med school you so med school, Penn State, and then I was fortunate enough to do my training in plastic surgery at Stanford for six years, long road. I finished at age 33, and now I am here with But you, you must have had a good time there because you still remain friends with people that you went to Stanford with. I do, but to be completely honest, for those of you that go into medicine, it's almost, it's grueling like the army. You just go through it. You're working, we're working a hundred plus hours a week, um, but essentially it's worth it. It's a long kind of delayed gratification. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body, led by board certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. I don't even know if like we would uh, want our kids to be doctors. What do you think about that? 
You know, going back to, you know, telling the younger generation and our children, like I just want them to enjoy what they do. Passionate. Because if you go into something, I mean, I'm happy that you enjoy your job, but a lot of times when there are these parents that are forcing them, pushing them to do something. Yeah. um, I mean, on the way to work today, we were listening to the radio and I can't remember. Go Country 105? Yes, and they said something about you know, forcing your children to do something. And then that child grows up to really hate that. Yeah. And so my biggest thing is, you know, my husband's really big on like, oh, get straight A's, get straight A's. (laughs) And I am a lot more big on enjoy life. Like be happy. Don't we just, our son had finals last week and he was so stressed out. I mean, throwing up and this is our child that I swear I'm, I'm always wondering okay what is is he gonna want to go to college is he what because I just see him he takes after me he loves to surf but he does not take after my stressful anxiety like or he's me. right like because we late. are like go 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 right. type of people yeah. um and he is just so relaxed like I love that about him I picture him just I don't need to work I'm gonna live in my truck on yeah. the beach and surf and play my guitar. Which is so <laughs> anti what I would want Exactly, exactly. So that's the super cool thing about raising children is that I we learn from them, right. which is crazy. I, I have that typical tiger dad, you gotta get straight A's like you said, but he teaches me happiness in just being chill. And so I actually learn from our oldest child right. no. just to be relax and again going back to our message just being happy with just himself. be He's happy a very happy person yes yeah you don't need to get straight A's. right and that's like when he was doing his finals i'm like you know what maddox it's okay he's like no no dad's gonna take away my phone if i get a b if i no i said don't worry about it just try your best and as long as i see that you're trying i'm happy so that's kind of the cool balance i think between your and our right. relationship I am somewhat of a um, culturally tiger dad, very, very into that and pretty strict, you know that. And I feel like you compliment me in terms of being the most loving, accepting person on the planet. And I know you can't see this, but I'm taking a bow. (laughs) She is, and I'm bowing to her. But Um, we do so, we work well with each other. It's such a good balance. And I think in relationships, that's what it's all about. Um, we definitely balance each other out in our parenting um, and even in our practice. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. And if you want to make a consultation with us, our phone number is 1-888-900-9065. Once again, that's 1-888-900-9065. We would love to meet you guys. We would love to meet you guys. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. So with our practice, I have a lot of friends that always ask, or not friends that have been friends with us for many years, but friends that we meet and whichever, and they're like, wow, you guys work with each other? Is this new? So I'm like, no, we've been doing this for many years. But we really like balance each other out. Yeah, and I think that's, I think we, I had to learn through after over 10 years of marriage, 
Um, my biggest thing and quality is listening. And I had to learn that. I had to break down walls to become a good listener. Right. And I think I learned that most from you. And I thank you for that. And I love you for that. Thank because, you. Yeah, because it took me a long time to listen. And what I learned, realized, take notes, husbands, is that I'm a problem solver. I'm always like, hey, honey, let's just do this. This is the way to solve right. it. And I realized through years and years of training through you, through loving from you, yeah, is that is that all you wanted from me and still want is for me to just listen to yeah, you. Yeah, I think and, that's everybody. And what's cool about this is I actually extrapolate this to my patients. Right. And a lot of the times a patient may come to me and have issues and I just need to listen. And I don't have to throw that solution to them like, okay, we're gonna surgically do this and fix it. And if I'm very blunt like that and just kind of cut them short, I'm obviously not doing a good job right. as a listener. But you know, it all takes, it's like within time, we learn from everybody. I'm still right? learning. No, you're doing great. I'm not the greatest listening to our children, so. It's okay. Yeah. They still love you. Thank you. <laughs> so what is your best quality, would you say about yourself or your worst that you're working on um okay so my worst is having it like I'm constantly I feel like my mind is always going crazy so not going crazy but I feel like I'm all over the place because I'm trying to be everywhere and I'm trying to get everything done um but my worst would be I actually I'm an open book I'll talk about this and we talked about in our last segment mental health so I go to a therapist for OCD. I became, in this last year, I was a very manic OCD. And I mean, I feel that our house is a mess. I but really, there. I mean, now that I'm getting better and I've been going to therapy with that, it's like, oh, okay. Okay, guys, the only thing I need is everything in the refrigerator and the pantry, labels facing forward. <laughs> That's wow. why I can't yeah, let that go. I, live with that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, but my best would be I am a good listener. I feel that, well, I think I, I am, right? Absolutely. And I just feel like, you know, growing up, I didn't really get that from like, family it was right, just like everybody right. talked over you and so as i was becoming a wife a mother like i want to be heard so i'm gonna do that for other people <laughs> what would say what would you say that is your oh, wow. best and worst? god there's so many good qualities and talking <laughs> forever i agree I have to pick one um you know i you know i would almost pick exactly what you said that's crazy i wouldn't never okay you're far that. from um you mean you're well, talking about your best I, well let me explain that you definitely so don't have ocd my, no 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 <laughs> your best quality you said was you were a listener yes i feel like i've grown into no you that. have thank you honey you I, have. I appreciate that because really that was do. like our biggest argument was we, like just listen to me oh yeah. my gosh our first two years of relationship i mean we must have broken up like 10 times oh my gosh because I, yeah. yeah i wasn't a very good listener but i do feel i'm it's it's kind of a journey and i think we all work on that is to listen to the other person right one of the things that helped me was when i was told during arguments, I said, my wife is always, you know, we're arguing. And I said, I needed her to hear me on this. And she said, well, what does it matter if you're right? 
like why respond you know like truly what does it matter that i'm right in these silly arguments but you just always wanted to be right yeah it was kind of a pride ego thing i think we all have that and it's something that i've been trying to who wants to be wrong i'm always right (laughs) you just need to know that but no for reals it's been a struggle but i feel like i'm improving upon that can i get an email I'll give you a hand clap. Thank you. Thank you. And then the funny thing is when you talk about the OCD, and you know this, I talk about this at work and my poor staff, I am quite OCD at work. And what it, what I think it comes down to is perfectionism. Yeah. Right? So I grew up trying to be a perfectionist, you know, getting the straight A's, winning violin competitions, right. winning that spelling bee, you know, math competitions. So that was ingrained in me. And as a surgeon too, I have to be the best. So it's a lot of pressure on myself. And when I take that into the OR in my surgeries, they know, and I, I, God bless them, they are so, they deal with my kind of OCD perfectionism in surgery. Right. Because I but want- But you have to be OCD. Uh, I mean, the doctor or the surgeon that I'm gonna have working on me, I want him or her to be a perfectionist. Right. Right? Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. I wanna get the perfect result. In, yeah. In every suture that I'm placing, I really strive for that. But at the same time, I think what it is and what I'm learning is that in I, it's okay to make the mistake. And if I do that, not to like pass that chaos onto my staff. And I think I was having like anger issues. Like, why didn't you hand me that instrument, right. you know, uh, on correctly and this and that. And that is what I'm learning to not respond like that to my employees. Right. But that's so. the thing with um, surgeons in general. It's, you know, going into surgery. I mean, there's some of you that are listening that are nurses, doctors, skinny, what, whatever. And, um, you know, going into surgery is a high, like, it's so it's stressful. Yeah, it's it is. High stress. But you know, when you've been doing it for so long, I mean, I've worked with different surgeons, different doctors, and everybody has their own thing, right. you know, their own personality. And, but it is every case, and it should be, it should be a stressful environment. Not like where mentally it's bringing you down, right. but you need to, everything does need to be perfect. Yeah. Looking for a trusted and experienced plastic surgeon in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body Cosmetic Surgery, led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. With a passion for facial aesthetic surgery, breast and body contouring, Dr. Park combines his delicate skills with a deep understanding of what patients want and need. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. So just to give you a little idea, you know, when I'm operating, first of all, it's like I'm in a zone, right? Maybe when you're cooking or an athlete, you, you get into this zone and it's almost like a zen. I mean, I just absolutely love being in that in that environment. But things cannot always go your way, right. you know, expectations. And I think it's the management of those expectations that I'm trying to work on in terms of, okay, this didn't go right, so let's not get upset, let's fix it and move on. Right. So that's kind of the challenge, if you will. Even with our kids, that happens. I can be a little bit, 
rage <laughs> with them, if you will. No, I think I totally agree. I mean, we've come a long way and you've really um, grown and that, you know, like you listen so much more. And even with our kids, you may not think that you do, but I feel that your guys' um, relationship is hopefully a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to listen to me or Ashley, you should call us at 1-888-900-9065. And again, that is 888-900-9065. Yes. We love listening to you guys. I love meeting people. I think that's another trait that both you and I have. We, I think you're a little bit more of an introvert than I am because I am. Right? You like your I feel like I used to be an extrovert, but I feel that now I started to become an introvert. I don't know why, but I do love people. I love listening to everybody's story because everybody is so interesting. Everybody has a different story. I think you have the riz. And what is riz? (laughs) I keep hearing our kids say that. I'm like, what is that? So the riz, let me just break it down for you. The riz, (laughs) according to my Do you have to say it like that too? The riz. They they want me to be cool. The riz really stands for charisma. So I think you are carrying the riz. Maddox is going to make fun of me, but I think you have charisma is is what I'm trying to get at. Thank you. Which I think, I have it too, but you, yeah, but... Basically, I think that people are drawn to you. They're warm, you know, the warmth that you present. And you're- Because I'm the mother hen. Essentially the mother hen. (laughs) Not only at home, but at work too. I really feel, and I think the employees hopefully can feel that, right Mallory? As she nods her head. (laughs) So, I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. So why don't we do a, like a myth buster? Okay, let's do it. Okay. So do you want to say some and then I will say... I will read out a Mythbuster that um, has been commonly asked uh, to us. So actually, our producer Cam found a beauty myth and we want to confirm or deny its validity. And this is what people ask. Sleeping on your back or with a satin pillow will help your face stay wrinkle free. Okay, so I feel like, you know, you see my pillowcase, you have the rough cotton one. <laughs> Does that have a rough Am cotton I, one? But, I don't care, but yeah. Um, silk pillowcase, I have that. And I also a lot of times use the silk hair ties. And I feel that is great for your hair. Not right? Your face, I mean, I don't really see that that's gonna make a big difference. I mean, if you are sleeping on your back or with like a traveling neck pillow, of course you're not gonna be scrunching up your face and getting those lines. So that, I think that you can use any pillowcase, sleep on your back and it'll be great. So that's my question for you. Do you do you think about if you sleep on the side of your face? Oh yeah. Will it form a crinkle? You're gonna you get like? that nasal labia full. Oh, like, no, oh no, yeah, it's gonna that. happen. So do you recommend you go side to side? How do you know? No, you yourself? don't, you stay on your back. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and what's gonna help you? I've found that 
what helps me is like, no matter what, if I'm sleeping on my back on, and I am a pillow junkie. We go I, through a lot of pillowcases, let me of, tell you. Not pillowcases, oh pillows. Like, okay. I'm just never like comfortable on You move a, a lot. I do because I can't get comfortable. But if I sleep with a traveling neck pillow, I will not roll to my side. My neck is like, I may look a little crazy, like yeah, it sounds constricted. looking like a hot dog, but you know, it, it works. Okay. So what's another one? So along the lines of sleeping on your back, this is a myth buster because I tell all my patients, here's the question I have for you. Should you sleep in a bra? 100%. Bam. Boom, I agree it. because I will tell you a story um, about myself. So years ago, um, I don't have these big implants anymore. I've downsized you, you because they were my back how, was how hurting. Big were your implants? Okay, Let's this is real. a little embarrassing. Okay, I wanted to be a beach babe. I was young. <laughs> you're, you're more than a beach. I was beach young, babes. dumb, and single. Okay. But ladies, if you have big implants i'm not talking about you if you love them you love them do you right. but for myself um i think back then though i weighed uh, no i probably was the weight that i am right now so right now i am um 137 and 55 but i had huge implants they were saline How implants there were 900 oh cc's and each one. That is almost above Not together. Film. 900. Look, mind you, <laughs> let me just explain. The largest implants that they make is 800 cc. Yes, I was over, that surgeon so that did my we, implants overfill. We do overfill them, but that is top echelon. You're on the limits there. Yeah, but we only overfill them if the patient signs for them because that is, yeah. that's something with, you know, your breast implants. If you overfill, then your warranty comes out and this and that. But, Correct. so yes, yeah, so I would, I remember having those big, big implants <laughs> and I was in a bathing suit lane. I, I can't remember if I was, I think I was at like some hotel like pool laying or whatever, laying on my back. And I remember looking down and I was like, whoa, where did my boobs go? Uh -huh. They were just like in my armpit. Yes. So when you, you know, years later, I was like, you know, I can't take this anymore. My back was hurting. My shoulders were hurting. I looked unproportioned. Um, you removed those ones and I downsized. And a lot. A lot. I mean, I went more than half. I went to 360. I did, yeah. And you also did. So talk about Stratus because that was like yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, we'll go into basically that. I think that was the first surgery that I ever performed right. on, on you, which was the most stressful thing ever. I mean, this is my wife on the table. Um, I felt confident in doing it, but again, like I have to live with you for the rest of my life, so this better <laughs> go well. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park, and we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Going back to the Mythbuster, it's the most common revision that I do. I do a lot right. of revision reconstructions. I'm a breast specialist because I do breast cancer reconstruction and a lot of complicated revisions. But I will tell you, just like trends, 
bell-bottoms, skinny jeans. Everyone went large right. in the 80s and 90s. Pamela Anderson put them on the map. And then now everyone wants to downsize and be proportional. Right. So that essentially is what we did. And I learned from you because you actually were one of my first patients to do that, going from 800 to 300. So in those cases, I have to switch to a smaller implant, do a lift, and it's a pretty intricate um, pretty intricate procedure. Yes, but I am beyond happy. So that procedure was the stratus. Oh yeah, and that's a, that's a procedure which I'll get into detail in the next episode in, in my special patented internal bra lift. I call it the internal miracle bra. The best. The best, <laughs> you love it. And you look absolutely awesome and perky and high and tight. Okay, you guys, so we are coming to the end of our show. Super we just fast. want to thank you for tuning in and listening to Beauty and the Blade. Absolutely. And if you want to get into contact with us at faceandbody.com, which is our website, faceletterandbody.com. And please follow our Instagram at faceandbodyplasticsurgery, faceletterandplasticsurgery. And we hope to see you guys back on here next week. Sunday morning at 7.30, go country. And you can also give us a call at 1-888-900-9065. Once again, that is 1-888-900-9065. Until next week, have, have a great, great Sunday. Sunday. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of body that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the night who slays. Beauty and the blade. Get it right with the knife who slays. Beauty and the blade. Get it right with the knife who slays. Beauty and the blade.